Well, hey, good morning. It's Wednesday, October 13th, 2021. Wednesday, October 13th, 2021. If you care about more missing white women, uh, Gabby Petito died by strangulation. That's according to the uh, report uh, released. Uh, PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me uh, and tell your friends to Google Political Views TV Podcast, those four words. I'll show up right at the top of the search. Man, do I appreciate you coming every day. I, uh, thank you so much. It's really nice of you. Uh, and if you can, bring someone with you uh, today or, or tomorrow. Uh, and tweet to me questions or insights or fights at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. There are some things progressives will not give up. Uh, while right-wing Dems are seeking to shrink the size and scope of the Build Back Better Act, Senator Bernie Sanders and Representative uh, Premier uh, uh, Jayapal yesterday insisted that expanded Medicare benefits must remain part of the $3.5 trillion budget reconciliation package. Sanders, who, uh, who, who, by the way, chairs the Senate Budget Committee, adamantly declared that dental, hearing, and vision benefits must be added to Medicare as part of the Democratic's uh, package. He said, this to me is not negotiable. This is what the American people want. Uh, Pramila uh, Ajayapal, chair of the, of course, Congressional Progressive Caucus, uh, backed Sanders, uh, which is uh, the, the CPC's only Senate member, saying his stance is also the position of the House Progressive Caucus. Sanders, in tweets, has pointed to uh, polling showing that expanding Medicare to cover dental, hearing, and vision is overwhelmingly popular, with 84% of U.S. voters supporting the proposal. Uh, a new survey po- uh, published just yesterday by the Kaiser Family Foundation, also found that 83% of respondents favor empowering Medicare to leverage its purchasing power to secure lower prescription drug prices. Remember, we have that uh, one congressman down near San Diego that didn't want it. Uh, Senator Elizabeth Warren tweeted, we are fighting for roads and bridges, universal health care, Medicare expansion and climate investments. We know what we need and progressives in Congress will continue to hold strong. But there are two major problems. Of course, Senators Joe Manchin and uh, Kirsten Cinema, and there's a few uh, in the House as well uh, who continue to balk at the bill's price tag. Uh, Hopefully we can deal with these people. The cost of not acting now on global warming is way too much. Uh, We've talked about this many times. You and I, we're smart enough to know we need to handle this now or else it's going to get out of control. It's It's going to break the country financially in the future if we don't handle it now. National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, that's NOAA, announced yesterday in uh, its latest monthly report that the U.S. endured $18 billion weather and climate disasters through the first nine months of 2021, putting this year on on pace to uh, be among the worst for such catastrophes. For decades, Scientists have sounded the alarm that extreme weather would become more frequent and intense amid the uh, fossil fuel-driven climate emergency, with 18 calamities costing at least a billion dollars each already on the books. 
and three months to go. 2021 is second only to 2020, uh, when there were 22 such events. I have faith in you, 2021. We can do it. We can have a worse year. Um, Some of the most uh, notable billion-dollar disasters that occurred between January and September include the, remember, if you remember, the winter storm that hit Texas, isolated, deregulated, and fossil uh, fuel-independent, fuel-dependent power grid, causing, excuse me, dozens to freeze to death, while Ted Cancun Cruz vacationed. In, of course, Cancun. That's why he's called Ted Cancun Cruz. Uh, there were relentless uh, western droughts, heat waves, wildfires that have burned nearly six and a half million acres to date and killed over. Oh, and there's a brand new wildfire going on right now uh, over near uh, uh, Santa Barbara. Um, and the highly destructive. Hurricane Ida, which barreled into the Gulf Coast's extensive petrochemical infrastructure, leaving dozens of oil spills in its wake, and also pummeled the Northeast, adding more casualties. It has been a tough year. And this Santa Barbara fire, with that valuable property over there, you don't think it's going to be over a billion dollars? Come on. From 2006, I was supposed to go on a camping trip there, and now it may not happen. Anyway, from 2016 to 2020, the five hottest years on record, there were more than 16 separate billion-dollar disasters per year on average. Combined, the 81 events killed nearly 4,000 people and more than a quarter of the death toll since 1980 and cost $640.3 billion, accounting for over 30% of the 40-year financial toll. All in five years, 30% of the damage caused in 40 years since 1980? 1980, was that it? Yeah, 81. Yet lawmakers want to scale back money spent in the Build Back Better Act to help us get off fossil fuels. I'm going to say it again. And you know, you know it. Pay me now or pay me later. And much later, it's going to be a lot more. We know it. Moving on, all House Republicans voted again uh, against a bill yesterday uh, that allowed for the two-month debt limit hike to stave off a default on the U.S. debt. That's right. All House Republicans voted to allow the U.S. to default on its debt. These are conservatives. These are supposed to be conservatives. How is that conservative? As we said, Pelosi got the band back together a week in advance to pass this temporary measure to raise the debt ceiling. The party line vote was 219 to 206 in the House. House Republicans slammed it as a step that would unlock a wave of Democratic spending in the near future. You and I are smarter than that. We talked about it. We know the debt ceiling has to do with paying our bills, not uh, saving for the future. Has nothing to do with the future. 
The debt limit deals with the U.S.'s ability to pay its bills and doesn't authorize any fresh spending by Congress. The bill now heads to Biden's desk for him to sign and will delay a showdown with Senate Minority Leader Mitch the Bitch McConnell, who has said the Democrats need to raise the debt ceiling on their own through reconciliation beyond this in December. The politicizing of the debt ceiling continues. Mitch the Bitch McConnell wrote in a letter to Biden on Friday, I will not be party to any future effort to mitigate the consequences of Democratic mismanagement. Democratic mismanagement. But we all know this was all to do with money spent during the Trump administration. You can't lie, Mitch. We know what's going on. Wow. This is crazy. (laughs) Anyway, Governor Greg, we're moving on. Uh, Governor Greg Abbott in Texas made vaccine mandates illegal and big companies are basically flipping him the bird. By the way, United Airlines, kudos, 99.7% vaccination rate. 99% out of what, 60,000 employees, 67,000? How many, how many do they have? They have a lot of employees. 200 and some odd are, are going to get fired, are going to be get laid off because they refuse the vaccination. That's it. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> and they started this long before uh, Biden said that he would require it. Anyway, yeah, uh, Governor Greg Abbott saying that uh, mandates are, are illegal. Major airlines based in Texas understand that vaccinations are one of the most effective ways to protect public health in, uh, during COVID-19. Uh, they plan to ignore Abbott completely. Uh, other companies, large and small, should follow suit no matter their politics uh, and threats in Texas and elsewhere. There's early evidence that vaccine testing and mandates work and plenty of companies were making use of them well before Biden said he would ask the Labor Department to issue rules for corporate America. Abbott warned he would fine companies and anyone else caught ignoring his order and would stop short of jailing transgressors only because jail is not an available penalty for violating the executive order. Southwest uh, Southwest Airlines said yesterday, according to the president's executive order, federal action supersedes any state mandate or law, and we would be expected to comply with the president's order to remain compliant as a federal contractor. Remember, airports are on federal land. International airports are on federal land. I, I think local airports are, are are also, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and Southwest isn't the only one. Uh, American. Seven other carriers based in Texas are ignoring him. Other companies are ignoring him, too. Because you have to protect your employees. You're required by law to protect your employees. Anyway. Uh, Russia, China, Russia, China. And this is a big one. Uh, yeah, uh, during the, his visit yesterday to the uh, Kazakh uh, capital of Nursultan, Russian Foreign Ministry Sergei Lavrov declared Moscow's stance on a very important issue. Lavrov said 
Russia, like the overwhelming majority of countries, considers Taiwan to be part of the People's Republic of China. We have proceeded and will proceed from this premise in our foreign policy. Now, Russia has now Russia has unambiguously stated its position that the self-ruling island of Taiwan is part of the mainland China. Uh, based People's Republic of China. As strategic partners, Moscow and Beijing seek to further align their positions regarding geopolitical issues across the globe. I mean, they're they're uh, um, scratching each other's backs on this, you realize. <clears throat> but Russia, of course, in its list, Russia includes the U.S., saying that the U.S. doesn't recognize Taiwan that the U.S. says it's part of China. Of course, this is also politics. Only 14 countries uh, today, along with the Vatican, have diplomatic relations with Taipei. Even the U.S. mainland only has informal relations with them. So Russia is citing that as as a reason that we say, that the United States says that Taiwan is part of China. But we don't. So, him saying that most countries recognize this is sort of kind of not entirely true. Of course, in the news today, Russia is trying to say that the energy crisis is not their fault and they're trying to get gas into Europe. And China is scratching their back by saying America is causing the energy crisis there by trying to stop Russia from finishing its pipeline. Of course, this is the pipeline that um, Biden stopped opposing a couple of months ago. The uh, Nord 2 pipeline that is being finished right now. Anyway, as I said, Russia, China, Russia, China. And really, it's really important that uh, Russia is backing China on the Taiwan issue. A couple of months ago, we talked about how the Amazon rainforest has been deforested enough uh, away from it being a much-needed carbon sinkhole. We need carbon sinkholes uh, because there's too much CO2 in the atmosphere. An Austrian environmental law group yesterday filed an official complaint at the International Criminal Court, the ICC, accusing Brazilian President uh, Jair Bolsonaro, did I say that right, Jair, Uh, of crimes against humanity for his administration's role in pushing deforestation in the Amazon rainforest, the complaint by the organization, All Rise, that's the name of the organization, not the TV show, which was canceled. The complaint highlights Bolsonaro's, uh, Bolsonaro's alleged actions since taking off. They're not alleged. He's done it. Since taking office in 2019 and their direct link to the heating of the planet, affecting not just indigenous environmental defenders in the Amazon, but the global population as well. Uh, Johannes Westman, the founder of the uh, of All Rise and its new project titled The Planet versus Bolsonaro, said in a statement, crimes against nature are crimes against humanity. Jair Bolsonaro is fueling the mass destruction of the Amazon with eyes wide open and in full knowledge of the consequences. The ICC has a clear duty to investigate environmental crimes of such global gravity. Right? That's what he said. 
Since Bolsonaro took office, the rate of deforestation in the Amazon has risen by as much as 88% as the extreme right-wing president, what other would do it, uh, has attempted to open up the forest to more economic development. In July 2019, the number of fires set in the Amazons, uh, which is a frequent occurrence, driven by ranching, agricultural, and mining interests, it jumped 28% compared to the year prior, with the country's National Institute for Space Research uh, recording 6,803 blazes in a month. In the first year of his presidency, more than 3,700 square miles of the Amazon was burned, equal to the size of Lebanon. Uh, environmental defenders, including many members of indigenous tribes, have come under attack for trying to defend the forest, which serves as a habitat for more than 3 million species, including 2,500 tree species. This is a problem. I mean, we have a few big sinkholes in the world, but they're, they are going away quicker and quicker. And when that happens, wait for it. The heat is going to go through the roof. And we're talking levels where humans cannot survive. 150 degrees. It could get to in some places in the world. If you want to change, if you want change, you have to take away their power, right? Over 400 Amazon and Google workers yesterday condemned their employers for contributing to the surveillance and disposition of Palestinians by selling cloud services to the Israeli military and government and urging both companies to cut ties with the oppressive regime. Employees of Conscious is their name. Uh, they chose to remain anonymous due to fear of retaliation. They wrote in a statement, Our employers signed a contract called Project Nimbus to sell dangerous technology to the Israeli military and government. Project Nimbus, the workers explained, is a $1.2 billion contract to provide cloud service uh, services for the Israeli military and government. This technology allows for further surveillance of an unlawful data collection on Palestinians and facilitates expansion of Israel's illegal settlements on Palestinian land, which really has to stop. I've had it. Um, this contract was signed the same week that the Israeli military attacked Palestinians in the Gaza Strip, killing nearly 250 people, including more than 60 children. If you remember, when we reported on that, we talked about that. The technology our companies have contracted to build will make the systematic discrimination and displacement carried out by the Israeli military and government even crueler and deadlier for Palestinians. Uh, they added, we cannot look the other way. As the products we build are used to deny Palestinians their basic rights, force Palestinians out of their homes, and attack Palestinians in the Gaza Strip, actions that have prompted war crime investigations by the International Criminal Court. And I would agree. And I remind you, being pro-Palestine does not mean you're an anti-Semite. I love all people. But it's clear who's repressing who here. Moving on. William Shatner... <clears throat> has become the oldest person ever to go into space 
at 90. <clears throat> On the new Shepard rocket, Blue Origin, you know, Jeff Bezos. Uh, if you remember, Mercury 13 astronaut trainee Wally Funk was the oldest person at 82 when she went up in July. Now here comes my nerdiness. The news is telling you this is 250 years before James T. Kirk, that character, went into space. But in actuality, Kirk was in space around 2240. <laughs> Not 2266. They're claiming 2266. Um, he was in, in space around 2240 when he uh, traveled to Taurus 4. This was 20 years before he became a, a ship captain. More than 20 years. So him going up today is only about 220 years before his character went into space. Because Jim Kirk was in tar on Taurus. He was born on Earth. But he, he was in Taurus 4. <laughs> I'm such a nerd. He was on Taurus 4 during the, uh, um, uh, the, the CODIS, uh, uh, when CODIS uh, uh, killed all those people. He was on Taurus 4. He was one of the nine survivors. Why do I know this? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening. Uh, Wednesday, October 13th, 2021. Wednesday, October 13th, 2021. Uh, under 23 minutes. That's not so bad. PVTV. Uh, Political Views TV podcast. That's what you Google to find me. And also over at the top of the search. I truly appreciate you. It's really nice of you to come. Bring someone with you today or tomorrow. Tweet to me questions, insights, or fights at Cyberclops. C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. And remember, always remember, Government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. I'm Peter Lawrence reporting from Los Angeles.